Hey, everybody, this is Gerald Salenti. Trends this week on Progressive Radio Network. Great being here on this lovely day. On the greatest freak show on earth in the United States in a country near you. What a show, what a show it is. Yep. The presidential reality show. Well, here's our latest on it. Trump 2020. That's right. The way things are going now, looks like the Trumpster will be back in the White House dumpster. Because that's all it is, man. It's a dumpster and they're dumpsting the crap on us. Hey, how about those tax cuts, huh? Weren't they great? Yeah, boy, Trump really did it for us, folks. He folked us. That's right. 60 giant corporations. You know how much they paid in income tax? Folks, how about zero, huh? Yeah, isn't it great being a slave in Slavelandia? Working for the multinational plantations. Shut your mouth, do what you're told, because we got the cops to make sure you stay in your place and all the other militarized folks out there that will watch everything you do, watch everything you say, censor everything that they don't want to hear and don't want other people to hear because you live in Slavelandia. Grow up. Stop all this crap about a democracy or a republic. It's a fascist state of America. The merger of state and corporate powers. 60 corporations. The giants paid zero while they get every penny from you. And if they don't man the IRS and everything else, we'll make sure that they got everything that you have for this life and the one to come after. If you got one. IBM. Yep. They reported a profit of $8.7 billion. But hey, it was offshore stuff. So they got a $324 million credit from the Treasury. From the Treasury? Screw you. What Treasury? You took our money and gave it to them. Delta Airlines, $17.1 billion in federal pre-tax losses as of 2010. Yep. Amazon, hey, let's give Amazon, remember everybody's crying, they didn't give Bezos all that dough to open up that joint over there in Long Island City. Was it three billion dollars? Amazon zero, zero tax bill after making 
almost $11 billion in profits. All us folks in Slavelandia, oh yeah, we should give him money so he can open up a place and make more money. And they got a tax credit of $129 million. Happy tax day. Happy tax day, Chevron. Delta, General Motors, Goodyear, Halliburton, Honeywell, Eli Lilly, Netflix, Occidental Petroleum, Prudential Financial, U.S. Steel, zero, zero interest rates. 60 companies in the Fortune 500 paid no federal income tax and had net incomes from U.S. operations of nearly $80 billion. Happy two days after federal tax day, folks, how they keep folking us. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. So, going back to the presidential reality show, What Trump is going to do next year, he's going to give a tax break to us, the little people. So he wins the election. And right now, first we thought Beto O'Rourke had a shot, but we changed that with his open border policy. Because it ain't going to work. Nope. Bernie... B.S. Bernie is against the open border policy. That's right. He's coming out against it. And that means a lot in this race. You open the borders, there's a lot of poverty in this world. And you're going to have people from all over the world. And I don't think this is something that you can do at this point. Can't do it. He's playing the trump card. Playing the trump card. Bop, 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 bop. And all the other uh, Democrats out there that are leading the pack are for open borders. Most of them. And Beto. That's going to be Beto's downfall. Because open borders are going to be a big issue. In the 2020 presidential reality show, step right up, step right up, watch your freak. Here they are, ladies and gentlemen and children of all ages. Name their names, look at their faces, listen to their words, and what a bunch of low lives they are, that they're going out campaigning like this rather than being statespeople that you would look up to rather than playing these cheap acts with all these phony freaks on the mainstream media. If you're listening to the news on the mainstream media, it's making you stupid. What a bunch of worthless junk. Trump every damn day. I don't want to hear Trump every day. But that's what they are. So, where Bernie's also playing the trump card, as I mentioned, 
Yep. He said that, quote, the NAFTA treaty that Trump negotiated with Mexico will still allow companies like General Motors to send our jobs to Mexico. Hey, sounds like Trump. How come they're not booing him, you liberals? You booed Trump when he said that. But you're a bunch of phony little courageless people. My friends up here in Woodstock, you know, the ones with those quiche-eating grins and those balsamic smiles. Yeah, Bernie says it's okay. By the way, I'm for no more NAFTA, no more World Trade Organization. I want to put everything back to the way it was before that because I know the deal. They use slave labor to make a lot of money. They make a lot of money like the 60 corporations that made $80 billion and pay no taxes. So I want to create jobs that at least pay a wage that's a living wage rather than working in Target or Home Goods or working in Lowe's or Home Depot, working in Staples rather than owning your own stationery store or hardware stores because the low lives, the politicians, the Democrats and Republicans killed all the antitrust acts that allowed the bigs to take everything. So going back to B.S. Bernie, he went on to say, so today I challenge Donald Trump for once in your life, keep your campaign promises. Go back to the drawing board on NAFTA. Do not send this treaty to Congress unless it includes strong and swift enforcement mechanisms to raise the wages of workers and prevent corporations from outsourcing American jobs to Mexico. Hey, B.S. Bernie, you lying little piece of garbage that supported Hillary Clinton after she shafted you. You remember? No, maybe you forgot. Hey, maybe you're getting too old and you lost your mind. Can't remember anything from way back then. You remember how the DNC gave you the F you, you know what? Yeah, when they robbed you of winning those uh, primaries and they all ganged up against you. Oh, you forgot that, huh? But you were for Hillary and all her policies that slick Willie Clinton gave us NAFTA. Oh, you forgot that BS Bernie, didn't you? Because you're nothing more than a phony freak. Folks, I'm going to give you a free education. I'm going to give you free health care. And you buy two conditions, you get one free. Yep. So labor is going to be behind Bernie. Because he's going to win over those phony unions, those sellout unions that sell out the workers all the time as the chiefs up there get paid off one after another, not in only in this country, but around the world. Yep. Matter of fact, that's why Bernie announced it, what he did just last week over in Michigan. Yeah, oh, and by the way, big mouth, fat mouth Bernie, not a peep about Assange. That's right. Nothing coming out of the Bernster's mouth on that one. Totally silent. They asked him, actually. Folks from the... Uh, 
World Socialist website. They asked Sanders as he was leaving the uh, rally in suburban Detroit last week whether he supported the arrest and imprisonment of Assange and Chelsea Manning. And you know what Bernie said? Me, big mouth, fat mouth Bernie didn't say a word because I would say he's a turd. That's right, a piece of Bernie crap, just like all of them, except for the one that I support so far. And again, on the stance that she takes against the wars, and that, of course, is Tulsi Gabbard, the congresswoman from Hawaii. Bernie just keeps playing it around, man, jerking it up and down when it comes to the wars. Not a solid word out of him. Keeps playing it and playing it. Some he's for, some he's against. Still Bernie, 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 after the uh, Mueller report's going to be coming out tomorrow. Still playing the BS card that Russia hacked into the elections. Trump doesn't understand what Russia has done, not only to our elections, but through cyber attacks against all parts of our infrastructure. You lying piece of garbage. That's a total lie, you freak. Hey, but I'm Bernie Sanders and the liberals love me. We've got to make sure that Russia does not interfere, not only in our elections, but other aspects of our lives. Look at that right-wing crap. Look at that right-wing garbage spewing out of Bernie's mouth. It's a freak show, ladies and gentlemen, and children of all ages. Step right up, step right up here, you freak. They'll be on NBC, CBS, ABC, and you know what. What a joke. Anyway, Bernie's going to be the challenger of the Trump star. As it is right now. There was an article yesterday in the Terminator paper, a record, the New York slime. The people that keep selling us war, hate, and propaganda. Right where Democrats left off, it's Clinton loyalists versus Sanders. Clinton loyalists versus Sanders. Hey, slimy Sanders, you supported Clinton, you phony liberal. Nobody that was a progressive could support Clinton, but you did, and you're supposed to be an independent. You're a sellout. Anyway, according to this article, the bad blood started early in 2008, near Tandon, then a top aide on Hillary Clinton's first presidential campaign, accompanied Miss Clinton to what was expected to be an easy interview at the Center for American Progress. That's a that's an oxymoron. All of these places are right-wing think tanks, stink tanks that keep selling us lies and wars. Anyway, the influential group founded by top Clinton aides, but Faiz Shakir, 
the chief editor of the Stink Tanks Think Progress website, asked Ms. Clinton a question about the Iraq War, an issue dogging her candidacy because she had supported it. Ms. Tandon responded by circling back to Mr. Shekhar after the interview and according to a person in the room, punching him in the chest. This is in the front page of the Toilette Paper of Record, the New York Times. Yesterday. I didn't slug him. I pushed him. A still angry Miss Tandon corrected in a recent interview. Hey, wait a minute. You didn't slug him? You pushed him? And that's okay. Hey, I thought we're all equal over here. If they interviewed Mr. Shakir and it was reversed and he said he didn't slug Miss Tandon I just pushed her, there would be outrage at a man that was said by people who saw it that he slugged her, and he said, no, it's okay, I only pushed her. Because we have to be equal here. I mean, we have women in the military. We have women fighting out there. So women aren't passive anymore. They're fighters out on the field, out on the battlefield. But it's okay for a woman to push a man and allegedly slug him and not be condemned for it? How about that for hypocrisy? Because, hey, if we're going to play the equal game, let's play it equal. And no outrage about this. Hey, it's Miss Tandem. And that's something, huh? Miss Tandem's mother, Maya Tandem, said her daughter, quote, can be very aggressive. Hey, that's okay. It's your daughter. And special treatment. We'll only call equality when it fits us. When it doesn't suit us, we'll be the hypocrites, freaks, fools, and liars that we really are. She goes on to say, this is her mama. She's not going to let anyone rule over her. And she has loyalty to Hillary because Hillary is the one who made her. Oh, wait a minute. You said that uh, she's not going to let anyone rule over her, but she'll let the ones rule over her and be loyal to them because they made her. Oh, she couldn't make herself. They made her. I thought she wouldn't be loyal to anybody or I would say ruled by anybody except those who made her. You know what she makes from those who made her? 397,000 dollars a year for running 
a stink tank. $400,000 a year for what? Grow up, everybody. It's a rigged game. You got it. Get back to work. Shut your mouth. Pay your taxes. You're a nobody. You're just a slave in slave land here. And this Center for American Progress and Think Progress, how about those words as oxymorons for what it is? All well, you must be rolling in your grave. Yep. The money came from Mark Zuckerberg. Gave $665,000 in 2018. Last year, the center got a million dollars from the family foundation of Jonathan Levine, the managing partner of Bain Capital. At least a million dollars from Tech Industries Silicon Valley Community Foundation. $225,000 from the Walmarts. The Walmarts. The biggest slave operation in the United States. The biggest private employer. Go into those. I can't even walk into those places. They're so astoundingly terrible. Disgusting. From 2016 through last year, the center accepted, you ready for this? $2.5 million from the United Arab Emirates. Oh, that democracy over there. Yeah, the murderers over there helping slaughter the people over there in Yemen. Story goes on to say, in an email Ms. Tandon sent on the day of the Netanyahu visit, Oh, it goes on to say, in November 2015, after Ms. Tandon invited Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. Now, there's a real progressive liberal for you. The leader of the apartheid state of Israel. Oh, you can't say that. You're an anti-Semite for calling the apartheid state an apartheid state. Netanyahu's not a Semite. The Israelis who run the country, the majority people aren't Semites. Semites, they're Ashkenazi Jews from Eastern Europe that didn't convert to Judaism to about 800 AD. Yeah, so they're way behind the game over there. Anyway, she goes on, this article goes on to say, and Netanyahu, to question and answer session at the center, a dozen staff members stood during an all-staff meeting and read a statement of protest. Our goal is to promote humanity and shut down oppression and genocide and terrorism. Bringing in another head of his state with a record of oppression would further push our mission away, it read in part. But Ms. Tandon ignored it. In an email, Ms. Tandon sent on the day of the Netanyahu visit, stolen and released by WikiLeaks, she told the stink tank's founder, John Podesta, that, quote, 
The far left hates me. Far left? I wouldn't call them far left. I call them people of morality and integrity. Something that you consider far left. Way left out of you, maybe, huh? Yeah, left way beyond where you could ever be. Maybe that's the left you're talking about. Left out. Left out. So, then she goes on to say, but the invitation may have sealed the deal with a new board member. Ms. Tandon was wooing Mr. Levine, a pro-Israeli philanthropist. The next month, Ms. Tandon wrote a jubilant letter to Mr. Podesta telling him Mr. Levine was joining the board. Quote, so Netanyahu was worth it, she added, with a smiley emoji face. <laughs> Isn't that something? Isn't that something? Think progress, stink progress, stink rotten progress. You had nothing to do with progress. The presidential reality show, a freak show, but there's one next to you around the world. Country after country, name it. Maybe May. Yep. You know, Theresa May. Telling the people over there. In the UK, that we don't care about your vote, that you want to leave Brexit. Your vote doesn't count. How about Macron, the Katsun? over there in France. Name the country, name the freak. We'll take a trip around the world a little bit. Look at the markets. See what's going on. But I want to let you know that at this point, there's a strong probability that the reality show champion Donald Trump may well be the champion again of the 2020 race for the White House. As it's going right now, it's going to be between him and B.S. Bernie. What a freak show! What a freak show. They're great. Two bad acts. Two phonies. 
And the other thing we're forecasting is that Trump is going to have a peace treaty with North Korea before the elections of 2020 and the end of the Afghan war. Meanwhile, heating up the war against Venezuela and Iran. But those are issues that are hardly talked about. And by the way, B.S. Bernie, yep, kind of on the shelf with those two. Yeah, he denounces the duly elected president of Venezuela as a dictator. And so Bernie says, and as for Iran, eh, not too much about that either. So it's going to be, again, the freak show of our lives. With all the candidates running there, all the phonies throwing out their balonies. So we're going to be back in a little bit. Stay tuned, tell you where the markets are going and what's going on around the world. It's not liberal, it's not conservative, it's progressive, the truth that empowers. Right here on PRN, the Progressive Radio Network. Hey, it's Jesse, PRN Station Manager. I have an exciting announcement for our amazing listeners. PRN has a new voicemail line that will allow you to connect better with our hosts. If you can't listen live but have a question or comment for one of our hosts, just call 862-800-6805. That's 862-800-6805. This feature will allow your voice to be heard on your favorite PRN show. Thank you for listening to the Progressive Radio Network. Stay tuned to PRN.FM for more empowering ideas from progressive voices. We're moving forward and we hope you're coming with us. This is John Lobel. You can hear my show, Visionaries, at 10 a.m. on Mondays on PRN. And guess what? PRN now has its own app. So you've always been able to listen to our shows by going to your web browser and putting in prn.fm. And then you can listen to the current show that's on air. But you can now download onto your smartphone. Android and iPhone, our PRN browser, search for it in your app store, and you can listen live to whatever's on at the moment. So download now our PRN.FM app. Sit your big up on the sea, buckle out of the gimme. Oh, mama, 
Oh, mama, zuma, zuma, bakala. Yeah, Bernie Bacala. Bernie Sanders Bacala. Bacala's codfish. And his Bacala is, uh, you know, he's out in the sun rotting with his stink. You know who he brought in over here? Sanders brought in Robert Malley, M-A-L-L-E-Y, onto his foreign policy team. This is from Mint Press. Molly served on President Obama's National Security Council as special assistant to President Obama and senior advisor to the president for the counter-ISIS campaign from February 2014 to 2017. Yep, draining the swamp right into Bernie's swampsters. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. And what did I say about this cat? Mally is the most objectionable of Sanders' foreign policy team. As Wallace Wells noted, Mally served as Obama's Middle East coordinator. He also worked as an advisor to Obama on the U.S. counter-ISIS campaign until Jan Balaba. The campaign notably included the destruction of Raqqa, Syria. 80% destroyed. Mosul, 8 million tons of debris and 90% the western portion of the city. These, by the way, excuse me, are historic places that once were. And Mali also spent six months here ready as a senior fellow at the Council on Foreign Relations stink tank. And Mally also worked for about two and a half years under Clinton at Slick Willie as his special assistant for Arab-Israeli affairs. Isn't that great, huh? That's your Bernie, B.S. Bernie. Yep. Yeah. Sanders explicitly rejected the concept conception of Iran saying Tehran this this is this is the guy this is Sanders now Sanders says Tehran Iran is involved in terrorism doing a lot of bad things what stupid imbecile they're doing bad things that's how stupid these people are doing bad things who's doing bad things Bernie what bad things is Tehran doing? Oh, they're in Syria, invited by the Syrian government while the United States is destroying it. Bad things. Oh, they got 800 bases in foreign countries? In almost 80 countries? Oh, those are the bad things that they're doing, huh? Yep. B.S. Bernie, B.S. Bernie. Sanders has previously rejected the prospect of equal rights of Palestinians, saying in 2017, if that happens, that would be the end of Israel. In the same interview, Sanders says, I don't understand the boycott, disinvestment, and sanctions movement. And by the way, one of the co-founders of that 
was not allowed into America recently, which seeks economically pressure Israel and Israeli companies into ending apartheid and respecting Palestinian rights. Again, this is from Mint Press. Yep. A phony. Here he goes with Venezuela. Again. He said that Venezuela is an authoritarian axis. Kind of playing off that uh, axis of evil kind of play, they make a point, of Trump. This is to say, the world community has got to be mindful of the humanitarian suffering and the hunger that's going on in Venezuela right now. But Bernie leaves it out, the part about the economic warfare launched by the United States with his sanctions. But at the end of the day, I think what you want in one of the largest countries in South America, Latin America, is free and fair elections. Hey, B.S. Bernie, blowhard Bernie, fat mouth Bernie, they had free and fair elections. Bernie, read your Trends Journal, the November edition. Yeah, that's right, where we listed the international organizations that were there that observed it and said it was a free and fair election. And he goes on to say, and we want to do everything we can, you ready, to establish democracy there. Did you ever hear that line before, folks? Bringing freedom and democracy? Folks, I mentioned that cat that worked for Obama. Yeah, the Obama that now Libya's in a destructive civil war, thousands of people being killed. The place is a hellhole, thanks to Obama. Forgot Hillary Clinton, Samantha Powers, Susan Rice. Yeah, if only women's were in charge. Again, stop with this stuff. There's good and bad in everybody, race, creed, and color. Stop with the one's better than the other. So, we got a call over here from Romeo in Montreal. Hello, Romeo. Hi, my good man, uh, Gerald. Uh, Gerald, I'd like to ask you, do you think uh, that if uh, Tulsi Gabbard was uh, elected a president, that uh, the, all of these uh, problems uh, that are continually coming up every day, do you think they would evaporate? Surely they would evaporate. They wouldn't have these tariff wars. They wouldn't have these uh, 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 the sanctions. They wouldn't have to go to uh, uh, send troops here and there. Certainly, the whole economy of the United States could uh, profit uh, by joining uh, uh, China, Russia, India, and um, producing, uh, working on uh, the developing all these underdeveloped countries and the United States included. Certainly this would be a far better situation than getting $30 million. How does some, how does some politician get $30 million when the, most of the people are hard-pressed to do without a paycheck for one month? 
I can't figure it out. Uh, Thirty million to, for 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 uh, for Bernie and uh, for the other former VP. Can you tell me? Well, of course. I just mentioned to you what the uh, how the big companies aren't paying any taxes, Imagine. and it's it, and it's not only on the federal level; it's all over the place. Right here in Kingston, New York, where I am, there's mm -hmm. a developer that wants to build this um, Kingstonian. This project's going to cost about forty-five million dollars. Sure. They get they're getting money from the state, and they're getting all these different kind of tax breaks. <laughs> so why? How do they get that? So who pays morons, the morons and imbeciles call it campaign contributions. Adults so is, call it bribes and payoffs. Isn't it the people that have to pay make up the difference when the corporations don't bear their fair taxes? Isn't it you, you and I? And you got it, and you're one of the few people saying it. It's not tax breaks. These are tax incentives that help us pay more money as we're making less. Our standard of living is going lower. So that one percent could get bigger. Well, good. Uh, I, I I admire you for um, for uh, speaking the truth. You, the, you, I, I admire very much because forty six percent of the eligible voters are not voting, and why? Why is that? Well, because I think most people are dissatisfied with the system at one level. And then the other part of it is, I mean, I didn't vote. I didn't vote for president in the last election. Mm -hmm. You know, I boycotted it in the sense that, oh, yeah, you have somebody like Jill Stein there. You know, she's not going to win. Mm -hmm. And by to me, voting in, the, in this. Um, and then there were some things, you know, that I liked her better than most of them. But if I support the system, then, you know, knowing that a third party candidate the way it is right now isn't going to go anywhere, mm -hmm. then I'm giving credence to a corrupt system. So there are the people like myself, and then there are the, the masses of, of grossly uneducated people in America that don't have a clue what's going on, nor do they care, nor do they participate. So that's what we have going on, and, and it's, it's, it's very sad to see the decline in this country ethically and spiritually and, and economically. And you mentioned about if we put our money into building the nation rather than building the military industrial complex. And by the way, B.S. Bernie Sanders voted for most of the, the military budgets. Um, it would be a different country. And, and you know, the, the, the thing is, Romeo, that... And a, and a different world. Yeah, a different world. And I don't think that we can elevate to a higher level unless we have peace on Earth. Exactly. And, and particularly you know, the United States being the champion of peace. And not only are we not the champion of peace, we're the champions of war and destruction. So how could you go further? I mean, let, look, let's just put it on a personal level. Right. Suppose you, your, your family, your, your, your father and your aunts and mother, your aunts and uncles were all warmongers. How would you be? What kind of person would you be? Sure. You would be like them. And that's what we've become. The fish rots at the head down. From the head down, we've rotted. Look at our police force in America. Look at the violence in this country. And again, I'm not a pacifist. And you know, you know, for many years, I, was, I had my own school. I used to teach close combat. 
you know, if somebody tries to attack me, you know, I attack the attacker. Exactly. I'm not a pacifist in that manner. You know, I want to learn how to defend myself. Like, you know, that's to me part of being a, a, a person. You defend yourself. I don't want somebody else to defend me. I'll defend myself. So I'm but not that, a pacifist, but I, I also know as a fighter that the last thing I want to do is get in a fight. I don't, and I was taught this, the, 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 the one I used to, I, I started off with learning about, uh, I did Taekwondo, for, not Taekwondo, uh, Tai Chi for many years, several years of Okinawan Tei, and finished you know, my whole process in uh, um, a close combat. And the site to go to is attackproof.com. And, and my teacher, John Perkins, not that other John Perkins, but this John Perkins, and this guy, I mean, you know, he's great. And, and he used to say, you never want, I don't care how good you think you are. And this, this guy was a great. I don't care how good you think you are. Anything could happen. You don't want to get in a fight. Right. And so when I say that, the people that get us into fights, let's just name the last few. Trump, Obama, Bush, Clinton, these guys couldn't fight their way out of a paper bag. Yeah. All these fat mouths that talk tough. You put on, go on, lead the charge, Junior. Lead the charge or shut your fat mouth. Yeah. So that's why we have war. Exactly. Because the people don't send themselves, their children, their wife, or their money. And that's why it has to change, and that's why I launched Occupy Peace. OccupyPeace.com if people want to help us push peace forward. Because without it, we're going into a steep decline. And Romeo, the ones to look at, not only Venezuela, but what's going on in Iran. And now particularly that Netanyahu got reelected. Right. But that wouldn't be. That wouldn't be if you, if you, if you, if you stop sending your, your youth, the best of your youth, off to other countries to kill other countries, to kill other peoples. So what are you training them to do? Uh, killing people is better than being a humane, decent person. You can't expect any better. Everybody believes the leadership, and the leadership is the, the old saying, uh, uh, war uh, the first casualty is truth, so that people go and fight other people. They don't know, their, they, they can't speak their language, they don't even, even know where they are. And yet the, they have this rifle in their hand to, to slaughter whoever they feel like. I mean, and then what do they do? The messengers end up being the accused. Like and not, the, only, not, not only that, they, I mean, they promote it they, in a positive way. They just, this this... A fellow got killed in Afghanistan a couple of weeks ago. <clears throat> he was a New York firefighter. They did a whole big spread on his funeral. Mm -hmm. His father was a Marine and he became a Marine. They didn't mention the other people that got killed, but they promoted this guy because he was a New York firefighter. And, yeah. and they, they pump it up. I mean, I'm sorry for what's going, you know, that he's dead and his family, you know, exactly. may so rest in peace. But right. let's not make this make him into a hero and give him this this big you know that this is news and and they do a huge spread in the papers about it. It's right. not why you. I'll give you another example in Arizona. Now they're passing a law where if you're texting or on your cell phones, uh, and a lot of states have them already, 
it's a violation. You know why? Because a policeman was killed when someone was texting, they ran the guy over. Because a policeman was killed. All the other people that were killed, they don't count. No. They don't count as much as a policeman or a firefighter or, or someone like that. And that's the hypocrisy that I'm trying to say. Because they've elevated them to be more important than us. But if you train people to kill, that's the only response that they're going to have when they confront uh, confront uh, uh, an opponent. If the, if the only thing you learn is to have the biggest gun to shoot your way out of uh, any any situation, what, what do you expect? People are not going to change. They're just good. everybody wants the gun that's next to their door. I mean, uh, look in in China. Apparently, the police are totally unarmed. In India, they're unarmed. The largest nations in the world. Population-wise, they're placed unarmed. Why? Because the citizenry are not, are not armed. Well, well I, would, I would disagree with you on that. Because I will okay, give you a ahead. citizenry that's totally armed. And there's no, hardly any violence. Uh, where, where, where? Switzerland, you're thinking of? Yes. Switzerland. Switzerland is unique. It's a, it's up, a hilly, up, up, no. They, they it's have a hilly not country. Been in a war it's a very difficult country to, to attack. Any country which is mountainous is a nightmare to attack. That's why they have the trouble in Afghanistan. It's I'm a saying, nightmare in, in Afghanistan. India, uh, Switzerland has not been in a war since the 1850s. They don't promote war. And war has been all around them. And for whatever reasons... The people are armed. People go into the service. They don't kill each other. To me, it's the mindset, not the weapon. I got to take some other calls, Romeo. Nice talking with you. We have a gentleman on the line from Jersey. Where's the Jersey cat? Yep. He's off. I guess he hung up. Bump, but a bump. Boop, boop, boop. All right. He's off. Anyway. Hello. Hello, hello. Okay. Jersey guy's off. Right, I want to change. I want to change course here a bit. Are you there? No. Okay. All right. I missed him. He's off. I want to close out this section, this session, I should say, of trends this week. What's going on in the markets? The markets, the markets. First of all, let me remind you, please support Occupy Peace and help us make it happen to a level where we can bring peace on earth. Because if the United States leads the peace movement, we could really occupy peace to a level that's far beyond what we could ever imagine. And secondly, the Trends Journal. We just put out a trend alert to our subscribers regarding where the markets are going. And TrendsJournal.com, it's only $129 a year. And we do trend alerts each week. A number of PRN people subscribe to it. We're a monthly. We used to be a quarterly. We do now. We're doing 2020 trend vision podcasts with my colleague Doug Grunther. Great show. It's getting great reviews. You can get that without even going on to 
support uh, being a member of the Trends Journal. You can just go on to Apple and all the others and get the podcast. Trend Vision 2020. Google it up. Google it up. And, 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 and Trends in the News broadcast. So we keep giving more and more, trying to put people ahead of the news and on top of the trends. Because again, to me, anybody that watches the mainstream news, it will make you stupid. So, on to the markets. You know, the Chinese markets this year, the major market, the Shanghai, it's up some 30%. The Shenzhen, 40%. The U.S. markets are all up, getting back to their old highs. Down a bit today, but just about flat. Where's it going? Is the Trump bump real? We believe it is. As long as they keep pumping in that monetary methadone. And that's what they're feeding into it. And so is the global economy. China. They're dumping tons of dough into the markets. Europe, things aren't looking good there, excuse me, but more money going to come in very shortly. When will the bubble burst? It's hard to tell. But we've changed our forecast. Trump is going to do everything he can to get reelected. Lower interest rates. Good for the housing market. Because, hey, Trump's in a real estate business. That's all he's interested in. Real estate, real estate. Wants to keep those numbers down on the interest rates so the profits could go up. Wants to get reelected. It's the economy, stupid as they used to say back in 1992 when Bill Clinton was running for president, it was the campaign slogan within the staff. And that's what it will mean in 2020. The economy, healthcare, open borders, three main issues. Gold, gold's not gonna glow If the economy stays strong, gold is a safe haven asset. So it's going to stay in a range that it's been stuck in for the last six years. Absent a wild card. And those wild cards are being dealt. One in Venezuela, or against Venezuela, I should say, and one against Iran. Watch oil prices. The peak driving season's about to begin. Over in California, IA, they got $4 a gallon for gas. We're hitting $3 a gallon nationwide. The more money that goes into the pump, the less money that goes into the cash registers for retail, restaurants, and hospitality, and on and on. So, 
trendsjournal.com, trendsjournal.com. If you can't afford the full price, you get a discount. Thank you for having me on. I'm going to be taking a break. I'm going out overseas. We'll see you in two weeks. Be leaving. So to stay in touch, consider staying into the Trends Journal because you'll keep ahead of the news and on top of the trends. See you when I get back. Tell the lunar, mama, 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 mama,